Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. Wow. Hallelujah. Father, thanks a million for your great, great provision. You have given us so much. Thank you. Thanks for this time, this opportunity. Help us to serve you with joy. Help us to love you. We thank you in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Are you excited to be in church today? Great. Has your school reopened yet? When do you reopen? Friday. Okay. Good news. Pray there will be no strikes. Today I want to begin to share with you on something a little different. The title of my little series is Things Hoped For. Things Hoped For. Things hoped for. Wow. Things hoped for. How many of us are hoping for something? (laughs) Things hoped for. Wow. We all as Christians are hoping for things. And God is going to bless us with things that we are hoping for. Amen. 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 Turn to Hebrews chapter 11. Now, faith, verse 1, is the substance of Things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good report. Amen. Amen. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Wow. How many of you were not at the camp? How many of you were at the camp? All right. How many of you were not at the camp? So that we pray for you. Father, I pray for... My more hands are coming up now. Now that is a prayer. All those who were not at the camp, Help them 
next time to be at the camp. And help them to listen to the messages. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, God, you know, when you come into this life, right, you find out that we all come in here hoping for so many things. I mean, I, I, I don't know anybody who doesn't have hope for certain things. Even pastors have hopes. Things we hope for. Things we dream about. And when Jesus said he was here to heal the broken hearted, it is because many people do not experience the things they hope for in this life. And the disappointment, all right, the disappointments, the disillusionments, and the discouragement of what life really is breaks the heart and the hope. You know, the Bible says hope deferred makes the heart sick. And when it's clear that the hope you are hoping for is not just deferred, but it's cancelled. Not only is your heart sick, but it is broken. Are you there? And you, you have no idea, you know, uh, how much the mind affects your ability to do well. It affects you so much that um, people don't really realize the extent to which the discouragement or the inability to achieve certain things affects them. But there are some symptoms or some glimpses that give you an idea of how the feeling in your heart about life can affect you. And you see it mostly with the older people. You see that grown-ups are cooler. It's not that they are cooler, like they were made cooler. You get what I'm saying? But what they have experienced in life, amen, makes them drop in their temperature step by step over a period of time. Even some of you have become cooler than you used to be. How many realize that you are a little cooler? You see the way children, the young, very little children run around. You see, you don't run like that. So you see that you are already cooler than a little child. <laughs> and gradually, you cool down even in your attitude, right, about things. You know? So, God knows about this. And we are in a world which is very. Uh, complex, but before I, I go into that, I'm, I'm saying something that 
you, you may not know the extent to which your disappointment is affecting you. For instance, I'll give you an example. Um, there are several diseases that a person gets or problems a person can get physically because of how he's feeling. For instance, your normal cycle as a woman, every month you have your period. When you are very stressed, you know, or something is happening in your life, your period can even go. You are not pregnant, but it won't come. Yeah? There are people whose periods... (laughs) There are people whose periods disappear during exams. Yeah. They're so stressed that they are so under pressure but it's, it is in the mind you know that the period would, the period could change or instead of it being uh, 28 days it can become 35 days or something else like some kind of a change it's, 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 but you don't even realize it you see that something has changed you know and um, sometimes it shows up in certain other way I don't want to say all those things you get what I'm saying? When it comes to soccer, for instance, you see that when, when we were playing in the World Cup, when we were playing the World Cup, and um, we almost caught, and uh, Suarez caught the ball, and then Asamoah played the penalty and missed it, you see, the soul of the team died. Yes. We couldn't even recover from that, from that point. It was like, no. And it really, really affects you. You may not know, it really, really affects you. When people have had one relationship with a boy, you know, you, you, you see that your hope is so fixed on the love. You know, like the sister was telling us about Samuel. Now, I told you, you have to be careful of casual prophets. Very careful. Because you wouldn't know. It always looks like something that is just being said. But you have to be careful. And you see that there is something in a girl hoping for a great love and something deep in the soul that is imagining something. You don't even know what you are imagining. Which is often not met through life. You can ask those who are actually married. It's not as they imagined it to be. You get it? So, they develop some disappointment. But you see, the problem that God is trying to... And, and, and all these things, you know, I've seen people having like a heart attack. If you are having a heart attack, you can have severe pain in the chest. That radiates to the left arm. It goes into the left arm. That is a sign of a heart attack. Real heart attack. And... I mean, the person can become breathless, fall down, and then 
die. Sweat a bit, nausea, different symptoms. Now, I've seen people who have good hearts. There is nothing wrong. They are not dying at all, but they will have every symptom that they are dying almost to the, de- the point of death, but they are okay. <laughs> Based on anxiety. Yeah. People can have severe pains in different parts of the body. When you do every test, there is nothing. Based on the anxiety and the fear that is there, you see that the symptom will manifest fully. But when you do the test to check the anatomy and physiology and to see whether there is any pathology... Yeah, when you do an x-ray, you're looking at the anatomy. See, is this this crooked? Is it broken? There's no breaking. Is there something that's not functioning well? That's a physiology. Is there a disease that is the pathology? Uh But there is none. Why? Something up there. In the heart. In the soul. So, as we've come to this world, there are demons that have been here. The Legon demons, they were here before you came. I tell you, they were here when I came here. And it's the same spirit. You find, for instance, if you've ever had experience of going to both Tech and Legon, you would say the difference between the two schools. Legon and Tech have two different types of principalities there. The Tech people are happier and freer yeah, than, the, than the Legon people are more stuck up and stuffy a bit like the subjects that are done here you know but these things are here to oppose us genuinely oppose us now God in his mercy is, has saved us and we are going to live victorious lives as Christians yeah. how many are going to join me living a victorious life yeah. amen yeah. now how are you going to live a victorious life alright you are going to need some spiritual powers of some sort to help you to live a victorious life on this earth. Amen. So that in the end, you can also have the victory and not only be discouraged. Hallelujah. Are you with me? Yes. Yeah. So turn with me to First John, chapter five. Whosoever believeth that Jesus Christ is born of God, and everyone whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ is born of God, and everyone that loveth him that begot loveth him also that is begotten of him. By this we know that we love the children of God when we love God and keep His commandments. 
For this is the love of God that we keep his commandment and his commandments are not grievous. Okay. Whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. God is going to make you a very victorious person in this life. But how is he going to make you a victorious person? Are you with me? How is he going to make you a victorious person? Read on in 1 John chapter 5 verse 4. This is the victory that overcometh the world. Or this is the victory that overcometh in this world. Like if you are going to be an overcoming person. Alright. The victory is going to come to you through faith. Yeah. Because whatsoever is born of God overcometh. Like that's a statement. Like you are an overcomer. Now how will you overcome? This is the victory that overcometh the world. This is the victory. Even or that is our faith. This is the victory. This is what brings victory. This is how victory will come to you as a Christian. Yeah. Through faith. All right? Now, everybody say faith. Faith. Say, I am a man of faith. I am a man of faith. You really need to be a man of faith. Now, faith is different from education. You see, the victory that overcomes in this world is not education. That is why educated people still come to men of faith at the end of their lives. <laughs> they still come to us. That is why the richest people will still bow down and kneel down for the prayers of someone who has faith. Because there comes a time, no matter what you have and who you are, it is only faith like a person of faith who really has a victory or an answer in life. True. There is a scripture that Solomon gave us at the end of his life. The richest man, the richest man, the most prosperous man, the man who had more wives than anybody, more girlfriends or concubines, huh? more money, more gardens, more music, more buildings, more achievements, more wives. Brothers, wouldn't it be nice if you had a thousand wives? Like, the whole church are your wives. Hey. Fantastic. For just one person. Yeah. But listen, listen to his conclusion. What did Solomon say? What is the conclusion of the whole matter? Fear God and keep his commandments. Put it up there. Fear God and keep his commandments. The conclusion of the whole matter of this life is to fear God and to keep his commandments.
Amen. Okay, the person who's on the screen doesn't know what he's doing. Alright. So listen, what I'm saying, what I'm saying, turn off the screen, turn off the screen, turn it off. Whoever is on the screen, who is the one that's doing the screen today? Who is the one? Raise your hand. Who is that? You don't, don't know what you are doing. T- turn off the screen. Turn off your screen. Yeah, just concentrate on what I'm saying. Amen. Fear God and keep His commandments. God's commandment to you to believe that there is God. I mean, of course, you have to have faith. Then you have to believe in His commandment and you have to have victory through keeping God's commandments. You cannot make it in this life, I tell you, without faith. Yeah. Because life is equal to senselessness and nonsense. To the richest what have you and whatever there is, it will equal to nonsense and senselessness. Try life and see. You keep coming. You are, you are coming. And you'll find out that much of this life without faith Strong faith in God. It it doesn't make sense. That is why the lives of the richest people like Princess Diana, Michael Jackson, and what have you, if they had no faith, still it makes no sense. And in the day of death, and the day of reckoning, which is coming to everybody, you still are left with nothing but faith. Yeah. That is why in England today, where 99% of them do not believe in God, 99%, they don't believe in God, that God exists. The British people, not immigrant Ghanaians or Nigerians, in British people, they don't believe in God, 99%. When they die, they still call for priests. Not that they still, they all call for priests. Because only a man of faith can conduct you forward at that point. And you even wonder what the man of faith is supposed to say. Since you have said all along that you don't believe in God. The weddings, they don't have it in churches. They, they go outside, they have it some a garden, they do whatever. They don't have a pastor, you know, the beach, whatever. But when you die... You see that they need some answers. So, brothers and sisters, the point is the point that I'm trying to make is that this is the victory. Put that verse back on. Turn on the screen. I've changed my mind. Put it on. This is the victory. What is the use of your mind if you cannot change it? This is the victory, or this is the source of the victory. This is the source of your victory. This is the source of your victory. Faith. So to do well in God, you have to learn how to walk by faith. And it is only when you walk by faith that you can begin to experience things hoped for. Yes. Things that we hope for. Yeah. Without faith, the sweet marriage that you are hoping for, look, it's not going to be so. Yeah. 
every woman is going to marry a man who is so different from you. And every man is going to marry a woman who is so different from how you are. Without faith, the faith that you need, faith in God and the Bible, the word of God and the guidance, there is no hope for you. No hope for any of us. So faith is through faith that you can even have anything in God. So faith must be strong and you must be a man of faith who believes greatly. And the word believe and faith is connected or it's just the same word as obey. Because believing and obeying, pistis in Greek, believing, obeying. Because you, 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 you can say I believe. But you don't obey or you don't do anything that shows that you believe. You know, sometimes I look at, uh, um, what do you call it? Some, some people who say that they are called by God. You know, and they, they, they really believe in heaven, they believe in this, they believe in that, they believe in all those things. If they really believed, there are certain things they would have done. But what they lack is faith. Yeah. Many of my lay pastors, they lack faith. They lack faith. Some of them are so moral. Like morality. Morality. They, they, are, they are it. Righteousness. They are it. My pastors, holiness. Oh, what are you talking about? Good people. What are you talking about? They are good people. I believe in any pastor, lighthouse pastor, once you are a pastor, you have my 100% support. Yeah. All my pastors, lay pastors, full-time pastors. I will not, if you are not a pastor and you are bringing a pastor my way, I will tell you I will be on the pastor's side. No matter how the case is. And the elders too, I will be on the pastor's side. I'm on, I'm on the pastor's side. I can't turn against them. Yeah. Even if there's a problem, I'll solve it between us, but not if, in front of you. Oh, yeah. Don't expect that. I'll turn around. Don't expect, don't expect something. It's, it's, it's our internal family. As pastors, it's our internal family affairs, issues. We shall solve them. But don't expect me to... Even these politicians, they, they will stand and defend the indefensible. What you cannot defend, you see them explaining it. They'll explain it to you. You see somebody on television explaining that this black thing is actually white. But only that there are times of the day where the light changes and you see the, the black thing as white. They'll explain it for four hours. You can't believe it. Wow. Amen. They are good people. Very good. But being a good person does not mean you are a man of faith. Most of the men of faith in the Bible were not even so good. When you read Hebrews 11, the good, the men of faith, when it starts, you know, Noah the drunkard, followed by Abraham who sold his wife, and David who had so many problems, and Moses the murderer, 
and so on and so on and so forth. Rahab the prostitute and all that. Morality is different from faith. Righteousness and ability to walk in purity. What you think as purity is different from having faith. But they are different things. It's one, it's only one of the virtues. Turn to Second Peter chapter 1. Now I'm just introducing this short we, you know, we, we had a camp so We can't preach too long today But I want you to just get Something 2nd Peter 1 2 Grace and peace be multiplied to you According as his divine power Has given us all things Verse 4 Whereby are given to us great promises Alright That by these promises you might be Partakers of the divine nature Having escaped the corruption that is in the world Through last These are heavily loaded statements Verse 5 Everybody should have a Bible And everybody should be looking at Second Peter 1 verse 5 If you don't have a Bible Look at the one on the screen It says Besides all this Giving all diligence Add to your faith Virtue you see, faith is just one. So add to it virtue. So you can have faith, but you don't have virtue. Then to virtue, add knowledge. So you have people who are righteous, perfect, angels, sweet, holy looking, holy sounding, but they don't have faith or they don't have knowledge of the six to knowledge add temperance some may have not have temperance even though they are holy they are not controlled self-control and to temperance patience and somebody may be pure you haven't slept with a dog before you haven't slept with a, a fellow man before you haven't slept with a, a fellow a, a female before but you don't have patience. So it's also a different thing. You may be a man of faith without patience or a man of faith without knowledge. I mean, depending on the combination, you may be a man of temperance without patience and godliness. <laughs> it depends on who you, who you get. Verse 7. And to godliness, add brotherly kindness. So you may have somebody who is Godliness, but not brotherly kindness. Like Charlie, the guy has 100 CDs. And you need money. He will never give you. He's not, he doesn't have the milk of God. Because maybe he was brought up in the home of wickedness. Where nobody gives to anybody. And to brotherly kindness, charity, or all the things in agape love. And verse 8. If these things be in you, all these things and abound, they make you that you shall neither be barren or unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Again, it's a cocktail of things that make you do well. But it starts in verse 5 saying that add to faith. So faith is like basic. Then you can have faith without knowledge. I, I, I had a guy, a friend, 
He was the greatest young man of faith I've ever known. Yes. Great man of faith. But you can have faith without virtue. And he had no virtues. But he had great faith. He taught me how to take lifts or cars. Go from place to place without pain. He taught me. Yeah. One day he took me to the roadside. I went. I was going with him. He used to live at a certain residential. He was from a, a rich family, but he said he doesn't take taxis. He only he only takes. He will pray. God will send him a car with a driver. Yeah. So I asked him, "How do you do?" He said, "Watch me." He said, "Watch me." We got to the roadside. And he said, let us pray. Father, provide a car now in Jesus' name. Amen. We're standing there. An air-conditioned car came out. He just stopped the car. The guy stopped. He said, oh, I'm going to what I was. I said, come in. And we went into the car. Yeah. And we sat at the back. And we went. When we got to where we were going, Go to another place several times. One time, we just pray, Father, provide a car with a driver and a bodyguard. He just stand like this. Stop. The next car will stop. Not the taxi, he doesn't stop taxis. He says, I'm going here. Says, oh, come, let's go. And we were driving, there was a driver and somebody he told me that's the driver and that's the bodyguard. Wow. But he had no virtues. Yeah. He was the number one fornicator. The highest level fornicator I've ever seen in my life. But I never knew. It was it was part of him. Yeah, that was how he was. Because you can have faith without virtue or without knowledge. I mean, it's, it's, each one is a separate virtue. It's a separate spiritual quality. So you have a lot of faith people. So I believe God for a car, I believe God for a house. Today you should hear people saying, Amen. Every church is pronouncing greatest blessing, prosperity. It's your year of the wealthy place. It's your year of dominion. Your, your year of uh, great breakthrough. It's your year of advancement is your year of every church and they have faith in God that God will do these things for them but many have either no knowledge of God they may have no virtue they may not have godliness they may not have temper different different aspects of the spiritual uh, 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 the spiritual tree if you like are not there because faith is on its own one thing and faith that is expressed, okay, faith that is expressed only for material things is faith, but it is the smallest kind of faith that a person can have. Yes. And it will not give you the things you really hope for. You won't have them. You won't have the things you really hope for. 
Because money has not known to has not been known to make people happy. Yeah. You know, I was speaking to a white man during the week and he was saying that he's so happy to be in Ghana and the people are so humble and the people are well a visitor has eyes but he cannot see. <laughs> are you with me? And he was saying how happy he is to be here. But what strikes him and what strikes you when you go to many places, you realize people don't have much, but they are okay. And they are happy. Much happier than they are in the Western world. Because money does not make you happy per se. So Christians must overcome. You see, in this world and in this life, I want you to decide that I'm going to overcome. Overcome. And you are going to experience the things you are hoping for. And this one is for young people. Because you you have hope. How many have things that you are hoping for? Yeah. Now, how to make it substantial? It's not by education per se. Now, I'll tell you something. If I'm your pastor, I'm preaching to you. And I tell you something. And I say to you, believe. Like I told some, I saw some nurses. We have some male nurses. I told, I told, I told, I said, look, it is not appropriate that you as a man should be a nurse. I want you to rather go to medical school. And I show you the way to go to medical school. And you believe what I'm saying. You see, that's faith, though. Now that faith is now that you have is now making substantial the things you were hoping for when you were doing your nursing course. Yeah. Faith is the substance. It's like it makes real things you are hoping for. If you have faith and if you believe and if you obey. Which many people don't really believe and they don't really obey and they don't really take it in. Yeah, but if you believe, like as I'm preaching to you now, you believe a lot of things. A lot of the things that you are hoping for in your life, they will happen. Amen. Yeah, they will happen practically. You, you, you'll be amazed. Practically. You see that, wow, it's happened. It's happened. It's happened. It's happening. It's happening. It's happening. It's happening. The things you hope for are going to become substantial in your hand. And how is it going to happen? Back to Hebrews chapter 11. How is it going to happen? The things you hope for. Faith. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen for by it the elders obtain a good report amen now before i get into how to use your faith because i'm now going to show you how to use your faith you know and, and how to apply where to apply it for victory eh? for victory how many are ready for victory a victorious life yeah i want you to Remember this. Faith for money. Cars. 
houses and material things is the lowest application of your faith. It's like if I want to bless you, the lowest, one of the lowest ways I can bless you is to give you money. Yeah, it's one of the lowest ways. Huh? One of the lowest ways I can, um, one of the lowest ways I can remind me, one of the lowest ways you can be blessed is with money. Even during the camp, I blessed somebody with 100 CDs. As the spirit led us, the 100 CDs got finished before he went back to his seat. Yeah. He had 100 CDs and it got finished practically. The sermon didn't get finished before the money got finished. Yeah. So, what I want you to do today is to decide I'm going to use my faith but I'm going to use it for high, the, the, the most important things that I have to use my faith for. Turn with me to Matthew chapter 6 before we rush off. As soon as we rush off, we are not going to come back. We are not going to look back. Yeah, we are not going to look back. So I don't want you to say I didn't say all this. Matthew 6 Verse 28. Hmm? Oh, let's read verse 25. Take no thought for your life, what you shall eat, what you shall drink, yet for your body. Is not the life more than meat and the body more than raiment? Behold the cloud, the fowls of the air, they sow not. Neither do they reap nor gather into bombs. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are you not much better than they? Are you not much better than they? Yes. Why are you thinking of what you shall eat, what you shall drink? Just rise up and say, God, you will provide. Yes. I have no money in my pocket, but I thank you, you provide for me. Yes. Amen. Yes. Verse 28. Why take you thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you, verse 29. Verse 29. That even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. In other words, if you walk, even naturally speaking, Solomon could not even achieve that when he was arraying things for himself. You see, the way God wants to decorate you, you can't decorate yourself that way. You know, I could never have decorated myself the way God has decorated me. You will be decorated by the Lord. Verse 13. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of mega faith? O ye of what? Little faith. Remember one time Jesus said, I have not seen such great faith. So there is great faith and there is little faith. Little faith is when you are using your faith for how to eat, how to drink, how to get food, how to live. That is the smallest, lowest way of having and using faith. Yeah. Listen, Kenneth Hagin is the father of the faith movement. You know, when he was teaching faith, He used examples from his life. 
how poor he was, how he believed God for offerings to finance his ministry and to survive and to do well in the, in the mission. He didn't have money. He said he used to, he used to block the, 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 the cabin where he was living with paper, with newspaper to prevent the cold air from coming in to freeze he and his wife. His wife used to borrow, had one dress, used to borrow one dress and use it for the program because she had no dresses. Do you understand? And he used to describe and teach about angels and faith and how God led him, told him, buy this, do this. People were coming to make his tape. He said, the Lord told him, don't allow this person to make your tapes. He's just using his mind. He's on profit. Don't allow it. I will send somebody else to do this for you without all this profit thing. All these things. He used examples, money, and how God provided. People who have come after him have taken this faith message and the few examples that he gave and have turned it into like faith means money. But that is not it. Or faith means prosperity, whatever. And can I take him before he died? He won't his so-called children and people who were following after him that God, it, it, that money, whatever message that they are, that is not the faith message. Don't misunderstand. It is faith to believe God for what you need. But it is the smallest, lowest kind of faith. I didn't say, Jesus said, oh, you of little faith. It's little faith. When you are doing that, you have just little faith. If you have real faith, there are more things to use your faith on. So I want you to become a man of faith, but that does not mean a man of, yes, I have a car, yes, I have a house, yes, I have money, I have this. He went on to say how you will even get these things, if you read the next verse. Verse 31. Therefore I say to you, watch, don't take any thought. What shall we, if you were to take, if you were not to take, if you don't take thought, how do you be even exercising faith about it? But because you are only thinking of what you eat, what you drink, how to be clothed, which is job. That's not the way to live. Verse 32. For all, after all these things do the Gentiles seek. Alright? For your heavenly father knows that you have need of these things. In other words, this is how unbelievers are. The typical unbeliever, member of these different I mean groups, normal unbelievers in this world, their normal life is just looking for what to eat, how to get money, how to drink, how to... Almost every activity in Ghana and the corruption, the corruption is not only at the topmost level, the corruption is across board. Almost every department is have people who should even go to prison. Yes, stealing everybody from us, the students. Stealing exam, private universities, poor at every level, poor at the level of even the results are changed. At the level of changing WASI results, changing BC results, poor at the lowest level, bribe any level everybody this is a normal gentile 
is looking for how to make things in this world and get money. When you join Gentiles, it's not easy to separate yourself because that's the flow. Everybody is Charlie. If you think, you know, people love the nation, then you are just a new person who just came. If you think, since 1957, eh, do you think there has not been enough money in this country to join a road between the two big cities of this country? Eh, Just a road, even if it is one lane. But even by now, we should have two lanes, three lanes. I want to ask my son, my phone, he said, so and so fear, ten people fear dead at from some prayer camp, they were going whatever, and ten of them are feared dead. Another accident, when our people were going, they, they, they sent me a message that they saw a bus, the bus they negotiated with that, the driver refused to take the price. They, they met them on the way, they had had a serious accident. Yeah. All these things. That is why some people say that the corruption charges the people should they should face the death sentence because it kills people. Yeah, that's what some people think. You know? But ladies and gentlemen, this is a normal Gentile. It's normal. That's why those of you who are making yourself very close to unbelievers, you are you are joining yourself to something difficult. It's not easy to be with unbelievers. Who, their minds are not like a Christian's mind at all. Their aim is completely different from your aim. Completely different. <laughs> yeah, completely. Whether the person is a worker, a student, a politician, a doctor, a lawyer, whatever. Once the person says, these are the things that Gentiles seek. Huh? And you see, evil is increasing. When I was in school, even I never heard of Apple, like not that like I never saw personally, that I never heard of it. In this very school, Legon, I never heard, let's say, that something like that exists in the school. Yeah. Not that I didn't see. I never heard of anybody. All I was in Legon for seven years. Never heard of it. That it, it is there. <laughs> and today, you hear of it across the universities. Across WASI. Across BC. Elections, there is no confidence in the results that come out. Everybody's like a joke. Everybody says, everybody pretends that we don't understand or we don't know what is happening. Everybody knows. That is the evil. And when you become close, there are some of you here, you are close to unbeliever. I'm telling you, it's not easy to be in a river which is going this way. You know, when I was in Switzerland, you know, the river that goes through Switzerland is the river Rhine, the Rhine River. And as a child, one day I went into the river to swim. And my grandmother told me to be careful because the river is going this way. When you enter a river where all the water, all the molecules, all the dihydrogen oxide is going this way. You know dihydrogen oxide, H2O, H2O. Yeah. (laughs) 
way and you want to go this way. I advised myself and went up this way so that knowing that I'm coming this way so that I just join. You cannot swim. You swim, see that you are going this way. It's not easy to sit in the middle of unbelievers, Gentiles, everybody's money looking for this. This is their aim. This is this. To be in the midst of them and say that you are going this way when everything is going this way. That is why the Bible teaches says, it says, come out from among them and be ye separate, says the Lord. Come out from among them and be ye separate, says the Lord. That is what the Lord says. You cannot successfully be a Christian in the river of unbelievers who are all going this way. That is why you find many honest, good Christians when they join the political field, which Christians should join it. It is good to join, but it's not easy for them to stand up. If they were Christian, I recently met a Christian. I told him, I said, you people have destroyed this nation. And he said, you can see that I'm not defending anything. I said, good. Do not defend something you cannot defend. That's the first sign that you are a Christian. You, you stop telling lies. Yeah. You stop telling lies. So dear friends, the point that I'm making to you is that God says that that's how Gentiles are. That's how Gentiles are. You can't be with a group of fornicating girls and say, as for me, and I'm, I'm pure. When everybody has a boyfriend, a second, a third, a fourth, a fifth. You can't be in a group of bo- bo- uh, bo- boyfriends, boys who are playing around, whatever, everywhere, and then you say you are different. It's not easy. They will even laugh at you. They will say there's something wrong with you. They will start be laughing at you and they'll say you are a woman, you are this, you are that. Yeah, you are impotent, you are whatever. You are a girl. Yeah. It's not easy. So what I am saying to you, my friend, is that God wants you to be separate. And God wants you to know that the Christian is different from a Gentile. And I love Jews for that. You know, when you see a Jew, you will know that he's a Jew. There was only one time I, I, I sat by Jew. I didn't know she was a Jew. I, I started to talk to her and witness to her. And I was on a plane for so many hours and this person is sitting by my side. So I have to talk to her about Christ. As I started talking with her, she said, she said to me, you know something, I am a Jew. I am a Jew. I couldn't see that she was Jew. I said, but I'm not like a serious Jew, but I'm a Jew. <laughs> you know, but you can't, you, can't, you can't be in any part of the world where there are Jews and not know that they are Jews. You see from their hair, you see from their ways, they have their own schools, they have their own food, they, everything is separate. That is Christianity. Everything is, is supposed to be separate because it's not easy to be with them and to not join. When everybody has a point, you are looking instead of hair. This man knows the question. This one knows the answer. This one has worked out the answers. And you are with them and you say, I, I'm not going to. I'm not going to look at it. It's not easy. How many will agree that it has not been easy? That is why your discussion group should be a Christian discussion group which is not going for upper.
Can I have an amen from somebody? Christian discussion group, which is not going for, for Apple. And when you are with a good Christian group that are not doing that, you see that you are able to do well. Wesley girls, they don't have Apple in that school. They don't allow, they don't allow, for when you see a phone, somebody, they will call, right now you will be out of the school. Yeah, and they have more out of, I just, I had this current class medical school. There are 58 girls from Wesley Girls in the first year. 58 of them, all from Wesley Girls in medical school first year. 58. No apple. But even those with apple and everything, they are also there. But this one without apple, and they are there. 58. Which school has as many people? The apple is even taking away your intelligence. You are using your intelligence how to steal rather than using your intelligence how to learn. Yeah. How to defraud, how to cheat, how to do every bad thing. You know? How to be innovative in cheating. That's what you are using your innovation for. True. Are you there or you are going home? Now listen. This is Gentiles. Now you are a believer. And I'm telling you, faith is not about just getting money. No. It's the lowest kind of Faith. So Matthew 6.33 Then tells us what we should do But seek ye first The kingdom of God And his righteousness And all these things shall be added Okay, oh pray ye Oh, oh have ye faith You are just working for God And they are added to you Yes That is it I don't Spend my time Believing God for a car, believing God for a house, believing God for money. Now, I spend my time and my, my thoughts trying to seek the kingdom of God. And then, all the things, because of course, even as I seek the kingdom of God, I hope, for, I hope for happiness. I hope for money. I hope for a car. I hope for a house. I hope for prosperity. I can't say that I don't hope for all these things. How many hope for happiness? How many want to have a nice, cute wife? How many want to have a powerful, beloved, and a powerful husband? Yeah. So, no, instead of spending your time praying for it, seek the kingdom of God first and his righteousness. And all these things that we are hoping for, I'm telling you, we cannot say none of us is hoping. If I tell you that I also don't hope for some of these things, it's not true. We are all hoping. We are hoping. Hey. I see your hopes are also there. And the things you hope for are going to come to pass in Jesus' name. How are they going to come? How are they going to come? How are they going to come? No, Hebrews 11. How do things hoped for come to a person? Faith is the substance. Everybody says substance. substance. If from the word substance, you get substantial. Uh-huh. Like when you, you see, have you heard of this when you say, there is a man, this man is a man of straw. Like when you say a man is a man of straw, like he owes you money and they find out, oh, he's a man of straw. He doesn't have anything. So even if you chase him and you beat him You cannot get the money Because he's a man of straw 
He is not substantial. There is no substance to him. And that is how sometimes we find when we are in relationships and you don't stay in a relationship long enough, you will think this person is a man of substance. But as time goes by, you realize that there is nothing to this person. Hey! Substantial, but Charlie, as someone straw, straw, just wraps, 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 wraps. No substance. And the ladies also. Oh, now they're beautiful, but. As time goes by, you realize that there is nothing to this person. Just hair and nails. The hair cry, they are not doing it well. Wow. So the things you hope for can become substantial and I see all your hopes of your destiny becoming substantial all the things you hope for are going to become real yeah all your secret hopes secret dreams they will all practically come to pass by by faith by faith by faith through your faith faith in what? Faith, but I always come. I have a car, I have a house, I have money, I have a No! When we read the heroes of faith, then we see what to do. What to have faith for. Hebrews 11. Hebrews what? 11. Verse 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen all things you don't see today you will see them tomorrow I said things you are dreaming about that you cannot see today you will see them tomorrow for by it the elders obtained a good report. Now, this is the first thing to use your faith. I'm going to show you just exercise faith. Eh? Exercise faith. This is, I'm showing you the biblical exercise of faith. How to biblically exercise your faith. What you should apply it for. What is faith? Faith is that I believe in this. I believe in that. I, I exercise in what I believe. I confess and all those things. I'm showing you what to believe. You, you, you follow me. I'll show you. Believe in this. Believe this. Believe this. Believe this. All the things you hope for, you will see them. Amen. Amen. The first thing, and I'm going to give you seven of them, but not today, of course. Seven of them. Number one, you must believe God. Have faith for a good report. Yeah. This is, you see, to have a 
good report in eternity and in the end when your life is summarized like the lives of these people yes some of them were bad they were this they were this bad chale the list that is here is the list of the good report guys and all of them had a good report because of faith they believed they believed God spoke to them and they believed God spoke to them they obeyed God told them and they did it they had faith faith in God hallelujah faith for a good report yeah you will not waste your you will not waste your faith energy use your faith energy for a good report listen if you get a good report in your anatomy or physiology exam it's not a good report in heaven it's not the same good report in politics political science psychology deontology it's not the same as a good report in heaven yeah I may not have a good re- I may not have a good report with NDC or NPP. I've I've met some of them arguing, you know, he cannot belong to these people. Then these people say he cannot belong to these people. He must be for these people. If there was a difference, we could have even thought about it. I'm not talking about a good report. In your parents' eyes. Yeah. But I'm talking about a good report. The elders obtain a good report. The first thing that will align your life to have everything. Look, everything you are dreaming for, I have it. The things you hope for, I have it already. Oh, yeah. I, in terms of on this earth, I have it. Yeah. That you are hoping for, I have it. true what you are hoping for I have it (laughs) already I have not gotten it by saying I believe I have a car I believe I have a Mercedes Benz I believe I have a BMW I believe I have one million no Perhaps the nearest to my to faith to for finances was when I was signing my signature as a teenager, and I told somebody, "This is a millionaire signature." And I've always maintained that it's a millionaire signature. Yeah, because we'll come to that. But I'm trying to have a good report in heaven. I'm not trying to make money at all. Yeah. Many things I do are opposite to money. A person who wants money doesn't do that. A person who wants money doesn't do what I do. (laughs) True. True or not true? Yeah. Decide in your heart. Believe. And obe- believing is obedience. So if you want to, I don't know when they say, I believe, I don't know. Okay, then change it to obey. It will be easier for you to. 
it will be easier for you to, to, to whatever. Because <laughs> I will show you your, you say you have faith. I say, I will show you my faith by my actions. You have to show me what you believe by your actions. Faith without actions is dead. Just as the body without the spirit is dead. Just as the body of Christ without the Holy Spirit is dead. And your life without the Holy Ghost is dead. So faith, when there is no action, is nothing. There is nothing. Churches without the Holy Spirit is dead. The body without the Spirit is dead. Faith without action is nothing. There is nothing to it. Yeah. You need to become a person who believes in eternity. Yeah. If, if I am a man of faith, one of the, the greatest belief I have is in, in eternity. My greatest belief is in to work for God for towards eternity. That's what I really believe in. Yeah. All the things I do is like for eternity. My belief, like there is a real world. There is another world. There, I have another world in view. Things not seen. Things not seen. I have another world in view. Yeah. That alone will keep you on the path to super prosperity. You don't have to pray about prosperity or a good husband or a good wife. When you are thinking about eternity, you yourself will know that this one is not good for me for eternity. This, this guy that I'm coming to follow, it is not to not work for eternity. The first thing the guy is going to tell you is that don't go to church. Yeah. But I'll show you what you really believe. You really believe that when you do well in school and you get first class, you get second class, you can go to do this course, you can go to America, you can go and get masters, you can that is where your faith is. That is where your what is action is. Where your faith is is where your action is. Yeah. So today marks the beginning of a new life of faith. Have eyes on eternity. And don't say, don't think that you will live. You see, if God, God wants you to not think you will live for too long. It's not good to think that way. When you don't think of death, you don't behave wisely. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I was surprised. I always used to say, but one day I was in Malaysia and I read a book. I, I was in a bookshop and I saw a book, something, uh, what's it, Japanese fighting? What's it called? Japanese samurai, something, leadership, something. The first chapter was death. He said, think of death. A very su- it was about business. He said, very successful business executive, they think of death. When you think of death, you will not quarrel with your wife. You will sort things out. You will write your will. You will prepare your company. Your company will live beyond you. Your business will become... The, the first chapter was death. Think of death. When you think of death, summarize something. something I, I, I cannot find the book. I will show it to you. First chapter. That was it. I was amazed. Thinking I'm going to be here for... That is why people who have jobs, you know, who have good jobs, that will not last for a long time. Make a mistake. Almost all the people who are in debt and in difficulty have had good jobs before, but the, the deception that was that this good job will be forever. Everything forever is not like that. 
But where you start to think of the future, then you, you change. You really start to prosper. You, that's when your real prosperity begins. Your life just moves like this, like this, like this, like that. And you start to, yeah. You, you will become a good girl immediately. Yeah. You wouldn't sleep everywhere just now. You, you, you will see, you become pure of HIV, hepatitis, gonorrhea, syphilis, infertility, pelvic inflammatory disease, so many things because of uh, eternities on your mind. You change, you change. Your music changes. Your music changes. Your, your, your preaching changes. <laughs> your, your way of living changes. Your flow changes in the church. Everything changes. You become a different person when you have faith in another world. Coming to church is to help you to lift your eyes up and see another world. There is more to this life than just what you are seeing. There is more to this life than just what you are seeing. Yeah. Have faith in God. Have faith in God. Believe in God. Believe in eternity. Yeah, change your change the focus. All the Gentiles we have in this world, all that they do is to look for money, look for how to eat. Look, look at you. Can't you see the people you see them on television all the time? What are they looking for? When they make the music, they do this, they do the politics, they do what do you think they are doing? Everybody is that is the way the Gentiles are. But you, you, you turn your attention this way. Turn your attention and look, it does not make you stupid. That's why you know I like preaching because. When I meet people, I say, you, you, you talk about school. I met one guy, I said, look, if you can prove God to me in a test tube, I will believe. I said, I, I said, I don't understand what he said. He told me, look, I am a scientist. And you have to prove God to me in a scientific way. I was, I was intimidated. I was so intimidated and I kept quiet. And I moved away. But I met him again because his wife was in the church. But he said he didn't believe in God, but his wife believed. And after some time, when I met him again, he mentioned the scientist thing again. Still, I was intimidated. What is a scientist? Because he had been to school in America. And I was, I was really intimidated. But the third time that I met him, when he said scientist, and because every time he says, if you can prove God in a test tube, I told him I would take you to Awudome Cemetery and drop you there in the night. And we shall see whether your test tube, your test tube will work. But listen. I told him. So one day I decided to ask. What, 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 what science did you do? What science, what science, what's your field of science? He said, oh, computer science. Computer science. So I asked for how long did you do the computers? I said two years. But I'm telling you, listen. Some of us don't even call ourselves scientists. Seven years. Seven years of anatomy, physiology, biochemistry. 
the science of pathology, science of microbiology, virology, bacteriology, parasitology, orthopedics, internal medicine, surgery, gynecology, obstetrics, psychiatry, so many things. We don't call ourselves scientists. Seven years. And you did two years computer science. And all the programs you did by now, they are available as apps. Listen, that's why I like to pay. Now, those of you who are in the university, be confident. Be confident to believe. Believing in God doesn't make you stupid. Yeah. I believe in God and I went to school. I believe in school. Yeah. Having faith is not the same as stupidity. Or madness. Yeah. When I was in medical school, one of our professors said, those students, those people who speak in tongues... They need to have their brains connected to an electroencephalography machine to detect EEG, the EEG waves of their brain. The professor, he's a scientist. He said, we who are speaking in town, we need to connect our brains to electroencephalography. The thing is, even finishing my mind. That's why we have to stand up and say, Look, I went to school, but I believe in God. I went to school, I went to school, and I speak in town. Amen. Have faith in eternity. Your whole life will change. When I started believing in eternity, my life changed. Yeah, my songs changed. That's why I like Andre Crouch music. Yeah, and most of the current musician there is, is a lot of it is not good music. A lot of it is not good. Music. Most of the current, they don't sing about God. They just say, what do you do? And then you say Jesus or something. <laughs> but it's not Christian music. True or not true? Yeah. So Christians believing in eternity, exercise faith. Ask yourself, everything you are doing, is, it, is there something eternity about it? Yeah. The music, the songs, your behavior, your life, your future. What about eternity? What about, you cannot take a job at a place that will compromise your eternal position in eternity. You cannot do that. I met a guy who took a job at a bar in New York. He used to be a worship leader in one of our churches. When he was working in the bar in the night, the men would come to him and propose to him. Yeah. Yeah. Because you, you cannot give up Christianity because of small, small dollars. He was a worship leader. Not in a Presby church or Methodist or Anglican or Catholic or Pentecost. In Lighthouse. Yeah. His wife said to me, look at, the, look at what he's watching. Men having sex. That is the film that he's watching now. She showed me the cards. Compliment, these are the people that are chasing my husband. Yeah. So he excused himself from eternal blessings for these things. There are some jobs you don't take. 
There are some friends you don't take. There are some ways it, you, you have to pay. I don't know those of us who think you can come to Christ with everything. To be a Christian, by all means, you lose something somewhere. You can't come to Christ holding everything like you will never live in. Look, to be a Christian, you will look if you haven't lost something that you are not. Check your neighbor, what have you lost? Find out if they have lost something yet. If, if you haven't lost something, then you are not, you are in another religion. Maybe you are Hindu or, I mean, some other religion. To Christianity, there, you will lose something. As the nearest sister, have you lost any boyfriend? Have you lost a boyfriend? Or you are holding on to him? Wow. I see you being free from that. But you didn't hear what I was saying. What I was saying, you said amen. I said, I see you being free from that person who will take you away from eternal blessing. In Jesus' name. Lift your right hand like this. I believe in God. I believe in God. I believe in eternity. I will serve my God. I will follow my Jesus. I will walk by faith, not by sight. My eyes are fixed on heaven. I believe God for a good report. A good report. A good report. A good report. A good eternal report. In the name of Jesus. As I walk by faith, as I walk by faith, all the things I'm hoping for will come to pass. Things hoped for, things hoped for, things hoped for shall be mine. This is my victory. I am exercising faith. I am exercising my faith. I am walking by my faith. And all the things I hope for are being added to me. In the name of Jesus Christ. Lift your hand and thank God right now for his word into your heart. The inside of your heart. Father, thank you for your blessing. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your spirit that is upon us. We shall walk by faith and not by sight. Stand to your feet everybody. Thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Father, thank you. Thanks, thanks a million. Thanks a million for your word. A good report. A good report. We believe you for a good report. Thank you for the victory in this world. Through faith. Through obedience. Through trusting you. Thank you. When we stand by the grave one day. We will stand in victory over death. In victory over darkness. In victory over wickedness. Thank you for the victory in this wicked world. The victory that we have through faith. 
Thank you that we are walking by our faith, by our obedience. We are walking by obedience. Walking by obedience. We are having victory through obedience. Victory through obedience. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. As every head is bowed and every eye closed, you are here today. You want to give your life to Jesus Christ. Pastor, pray with me. I don't want to go to hell. Maybe somebody invited you. Without faith, you cannot go to heaven. You go to hell straight. Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to God. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ. Please pray with me. Please help me to know Jesus. I don't know. Maybe somebody invited you. But the Bible says, except a man is born again, he cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. Today, many people are going to church just for the sake of going to church. Every church is speaking blessings. I'm not here to speak blessings. I'm here to warn you and I'm here to tell you, you have to give your life to God. You have to be born again. You have to lose something for Jesus. You have to be saved. If not, you will go to hell straight. No matter the church you belong to. As every head is bowed and every eye closed. If you are here today, you want to give your heart to God. You want me to pray with you. I'm here to pray with you right now. Pastor, pray with me. I want to be saved today. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ today. If you are here like that, lift up your hand. Stand where you are, but lift your hand up high. Let your hand go up high into the air. God bless you. Quickly. Quickly. Your hand must be up in the air. Pastor, I need God. I know I need God. Somebody brought me here. I came myself, but I know that I need God. I do not want to go to hell. Help me and pray with me. I see your hand. I see your hand. I see many hands, but there's one more hand. Lift it up. God bless you. This is your chance. Come on, quickly. Quickly. God is calling you. You, 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 you. He wants you to be saved today. You cannot enter heaven without faith and without declaring your faith. Jesus said, whosoever is afraid of me, ashamed of me and of my word in this generation, I will be ashamed of the person. Don't be ashamed of God today. God bless you. Your hand must be up. Your hand. I see so many hands. If your hand is up today, pastor, pray with me. I want God. I need Jesus. I want you to, with your hand lifted up, come to me in the front here. Come. Come from where you are standing. Just come to me. Where I am right here in front. Waiting for you. Waiting for you. I'm waiting for you. Come on. Come and stand right here. Come from the back. Stand right here. God bless you. Come. Come. His grace will be your hands up. Say this prayer with me. Say Jesus. Everybody join in. Say Jesus. Please forgive me for my sins. Today I open my heart. Oh God. Please if you are coming you need to come now and you need to come quickly please. Very very important. God is saving people and God is trying to save you now. Come quickly. Stand right here. I want to pray with you. Come on this way. This way. This way. God bless you. Every hand up now. Let's pray. Start again. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Close your eyes. Lift your hand. Why do you have to lift your hand? Because you are saying, I surrender all to Jesus. Say after me, Lord Jesus. Please forgive me for my sins. I know I am a sinner. Today, I humble myself. I give my life 
to Jesus Christ. Please forgive me. Please wash away my sins. Today, I humble myself. I receive Jesus into my heart as my Savior, my Master, my Lord. Oh God, say, Oh God, please forgive me. Please receive me. Please accept me as your child. From today, I give my heart, my life, my everything to Jesus Christ. Oh God, please wash me. Please wash me with the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for saving me and washing me with your blood today. In Jesus' name, amen. Every head bowed, please. Every head bowed. There's one more person here. You didn't come forward, but you need to come forward. Please, I'm giving you 30 seconds to come with your hand up. God is calling you. God is calling you now. You are here. You know you should give your life to God. Today is a turning point. Lift your hand and come right now. I'm giving you 30 seconds to be in the front. Your hand must be up. God wants to change your life. Where are you? Where are you? Come out. Come out. Give your life to God. Today is your day of salvation. Quickly. Quickly. This is an an invitation. This is your chance. This is your chance. God is calling your soul. Your soul. The devil wants to take you to hell. Satan wants to destroy you. But God wants to save you. I'm giving you one chance. One person. Come. Come. Your hand must be up. Your hand must be up. Come. God wants to save you. Come to God right now. Come to God. Come to God. Come to Jesus. Come this way. Come, my friend. Come. All hands up again. Let's pray. Say this prayer. Say, Jesus. Jesus. Please forgive me. I am a sinner. I am a sinner. Please forgive me. Save me. Wash me with your blood. I repent. I repent. I'm turning around. I'm giving my life to you. Jesus Christ. Thank you. Now say after me, Satan. Satan. In the name of Jesus. I rebuke you. I refuse you. I will not serve you again. I will not follow you again. I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. I will serve Jesus. My name is in the book of life. I will follow Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me today. Please write my name in the book of life. Mention your name. My name is. Mention your name. My name is so so and so. Mention your name. My name is. Please write this name in the book of life tonight. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, 
God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.